All right, hello, and welcome back to 365 Days at Hidamari So. And today, we're looking at a nice little lazy June episode. Um, June 6th slash 7th, um, Red String from Season 2, the second special, not to be confused with the OVA, which is separate. So, and some files, this is the third of three in the specials, but it's the second special that came with the Blu-rays, um, not the OVA that was released between uh, seasons two and the Blu-ray coming out. So, this is a pretty dry opening so far because I'm a little bit tired, but we're all good. I was going to do this yesterday, but I stayed up um, three hours watching a Bollywood film. Sorry. Not Bollywood, it's South India, so it's, I don't know if there's a different letter you can put in front for that one, but it's, uh, I watched RRR, um, it's very sick, I'm not gonna say anything about it, but you should go check it out if you wanna watch a three hour long action film, um, <clears throat> so, speaking of cinema, the episode, uh, Red String opens on a very French, sort of, like, uh, impressionistic um, rain dream that Yuno's having. And today was a very rainy day for me as well. Um, today and yesterday, it's been an incredibly rainy two days, I gotta say. Um, today, lots of umbrella action, walking home from my haircut. Gotta keep the hair dry when you have a fresh haircut. Um, yeah, um, I like Yuno's rain dream, it's very evocative. Uh, the umbrella is the quintessential symbol of rain. <laughs> wow wow i am so out of it um yeah it's fantastic really striking i like the orange i like how the orange sort of permeates the the whole episode because you have the focal point of the orange textbook or the orange sketchbook she's looking for and you have this orange umbrella keeps popping up as a figure um from her dream uh episode opens and it had rained overnight the rain had stopped when she woke up that was what her dream was about but um, the stairs are wet, Miyako slips and falls, Yuno catches her, tears the shoulder on her uniform, and then the crux of the episode is going to Yoshinoya-sensei's office after class and having it fixed up, having a little chat with her about art, and, um, heading back home, safe and sound, and a couple other little, little, um, little sidebars from other characters here, but that's more of our meat and potatoes. Uh, we have a couple rare appearances from some various classmates of Yuno and Miyako's. We have Mami showing up and doing a voice line. We have the girl with the blue hair, whose name I don't remember and couldn't find. Um, and then we have a bunch of unnamed, uh, boy classmates commenting that Miyako wears a t-shirt underneath her, um, her button shirt, which is pretty in character for her, honestly. Um... I think that they're really sort of like not taste they're not very um they don't have good tastes for not appreciating it like you would appreciate a bra shot I don't know I mean it's 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 obvious but you know if that's not the appeal then I don't know what you're looking for um lots of funny shots in this in this uh segment with um the girls looking really chibi mode and sitting at like one inch tall desks it's really good those always cracked me up um we have a little aside with Hiro and Sai at lunch. There's lots of little cut-ins and outs here, and with the exception of one of them, they all sort of tie back into our little central premise. Um, or at least they all, t they all come back together. It's a very, like, open and close episode. Like, you have this aside with Hiro and Sai at lunch, 
And really what you're doing is you're planting the seed of Hero um, forgetting about her Danish, which she then shares with everyone later on. And that um, little talk they have about the hygrometer hair, that stuff's real. Um, I gotta say, getting a haircut when it's raining outside, it's frustrating because it looked amazing as I, I left the store. I kept going home. And then you look at your hair in, in your bathroom mirror and it's like one foot wide and you look like a fucking freak. I had this happen to me today, so hopefully not too many people noticed it. Right now I've got my headphones sort of pressing down on the sides, so it should be all good. <sighs> um, the principal's speech about the art prep room, where he talks about the door with the seasons that change, I really don't know. This always makes me think of Narnia, but I know it's not that. It's very inscrutable, but it's a really good aside for him to have. If, if You could read it literally as him just being completely unimpressed with the Yoshinoya's decorum in the art prep room where you have the summer beach and the fall the fall leaves as well the autumn leaves i'm not sure if he's referring to the photos of her on the wall maybe that's what he's talking about because there's a bikini shot of her i don't know always like that part very funny very um very out of left field really good stuff um and then this brings us to this episode's certified natsume moment and this is a really good example of the season two natsume stuff where she shows up and a lot of her interactions with Sai are from her perspective. So we have this whole in and out on the scene where it's raining, Sai helps her, she sees Sai and Hiro leave sharing an umbrella, and she's sort of left pondering on it where she got to borrow something, but it is undeniably bittersweet given that Hiro gets to, you know, share the umbrella with Sai. Surely one of the iconic Natsume moments, um, stuff like this. The shot at the end where she's uh, saying that she borrowed something from her, uh, that face she makes is so, oh, so fucking heartbreaking. God bless her. Uh, worth noting, this is our chronologically final episode in the first two seasons, or sorry, release date final episode chronologically, like we're still early on here. So I like that this is sort of our farewell for Natsume for this season is like, well, I borrowed something. It's like it's it's such non-progress. It's a really good moment. And then another good moment, we have a little talk with Yoshinoya about creating and art in the prep room. And this is a nice little, um, I think this is the most cut and dry thesis you get out of Yoshinoya as for like her inspiration in life and what she does where she just simply loves creating stuff and it's she's often bored creating alone so she sort of became a teacher to be surrounded by people which is one way to go about it and it certainly worked for her um i do sort of like this talk where it's very much like she sort of could have gone into basically any artistic discipline she wanted to but teaching just felt um it just felt right for her where she had the most um, moments to share with others and to just have constant attention and uh, companionship or not companionship company but I guess you know maybe you know she certainly jokes about it enough so I'll leave that in I'm not gonna edit that out that's not a Freudian slip that's a, a correct reading um, we also have a little cameo from the bent principal head statue which is very funny because it just appears um, without any sort of dialogue or mention but we all know what that's from we'll see that later on and then we have another quote from the principal where he's like, I know she's a good teacher. I know she's not a bad teacher. I know that. And he's, he's just going through it. I think the range just got him down, perhaps. Um, a couple of nice little moments. And then, of course, the secondary little bit here is that Yuno gets home and she's lost her sketchbook, her orange sketchbook. So she's going around getting advice from everybody going around. Yada, yada. Is it in here? Is it there? Going back to the school and talking with Yoshinoya and the principal briefly 
and yeah going home and then giving up and of course finding it after giving up the classic that's just like Miyako said it's just like everyone said I like I like the little um mental exercise here of how everyone's advice did play a role um it's cute you know it speaks to in your journey in life there's always multiple influences multiple angles especially towards your art and your art process and I think you know taking that constant input and um you know shuffling it around and producing an output at some point is like really nice i like that a lot i also like um the gag where she's stretching uh the yoshinoya hula dance to um have also been helpful information was a great a great little gag i'm a big fan of that one and then of course we have our little closing gag as we do with all three of these um specials slash ova in season two where they're all like two days uh, I did intend to record this yesterday, for the record. I don't really consider June 7th, like, a different episode, but it, it technically I'm safe here. Um, I just totally forgot. But they have the June 7th little um, segment at the end where we get the gag about Yoshinoya coyly saying, oh, you forgot your bow at the art prep room, which, you know, it, she's in her pocket. You know, she's in her bag. She's just, she's in her element when she gets to do these um, really good stuff. Yeah, nice episode, nice humble little finish to the first two seasons, I suppose. Um, the season two finale is much more of like a definite thing. This is very much like a special and not like an actual wrap up in any real way. You know, it's a nice little note. There's lots of very morose sort of rain shots, lots of moodiness you get from this from this episode. Pretty iconic moments. Um, the opening, actually, the opening little dream sequence that we cut back to a couple times um, always reminded me a lot of the fever dream sequence, which is, you know, very, very well-known bit from season one, of course. Um, I like it. It has that same sense of um, uh, lack of space and lack of time that is just super evocative of, like, a nice abstracted dream. And the moodiness throughout the episode, there's a couple shots. There's a shot where we're leading into the Natsume moment. And we have um, the white screen with the three circles of the dots rippling out from the rainfall. And then the pan down the like overly tall building facade at the school. Oh, really, really beautiful shots there for like just the mood of rain and being stuck in the rain. I, I, I love those ones. Those are so good. All right. This is a little low energy episode, but we had to check in because it was uh, June 6th slash 7th. And that was our red string episode. Um, I guess we'll finish on a little bit here. Um, let's see. Oh, you know what? This episode did remind me I need to darn my socks. And I need to find thread that more or less matches the right color. Um, so if anyone has any olive string or any uh, heather gray string or any, uh, I'm going to say move string. I have a lot of fucked up socks. So I guess I'll be taking care of that maybe. Maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. All right, thanks for listening, and I'll see you again next time we got an episode. Until then, have a good time at Hudamariso. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.